What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I think things a little differently. I am having a hard time sleeping. Um, don't know why. Uh, could be because I'm excited. I, I think I'm excited. Uh, I think I just kind of this year I've kind of taken the uh, uh, the road that everyone else has kind of been taking. Uh, for using the wrestling one, doing air quotes there, and just betting on yourself. And I think I'm just excited for life. You know, just not. I don't. I don't usually sleep well anyway. But tonight I was up and. I decided to, because I have Apple TV, and so I realized that there was going to be a gap in between when Miss Marvel drops, that's going to be a problem, when Miss Marvel drops and when the boys drops, I believe it's like a week or two away from each other, so I'm going to have to figure out how to do uh, uh, different reviews, um, that will be, uh, I got to look at the, the schedules and dates on that together, but after Doctor Strange drops in two weeks, we have nothing for the Wednesday show. And so I took it back to Oldie But Goodie. So one of our first shows, one of the first shows I did with of this incarnation of the podcast, I talked about the, uh, the, the series Power, which was a very popular um, episode. I think it went like an hour. I don't, I don't know the number off the top of my head. Matter of fact, what, what else are we doing right now? I'm, I'm up. I'm wide awake. Let's just look and let's just see... Um, what exactly episode that exactly what episode that was? That was bad English. I apologize there. I mean, I'm from Louisiana, so it's not like we speak good English anyway. But um, yeah, let's take a look. Over 200 episodes to, to go through. So let's start from the beginning. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, it's a little bit further. It's still early. I know that. Oh wow. It's actually deep. No, not really. I mean, we're still on episode 18. Interesting. All right, number episode 23 was the power review. And that was after I saw the final season when it uh, became available on Hulu. Um, and so, following up, they did uh, they, they created a ghost, uh, excuse me, a power universe for the has. So, congratulations to him. And the first series they dropped was uh, book two or book three called ghost that follows uh not james st patrick his son Tariq st patrick and i just the character i think did what they wanted to do he's really a hateable character uh, there's nothing redeeming about him for me now i have not watched that series at all but i had no interest in following his college situation um i did watch the clips of when uh tommy egan uh made a episode cameo which was pretty cool, considering considering that it kind of gave closure to the New York side of things. I thought it did, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very interesting. Where um, I, I just didn't have any interest, and then raising Canaan, I don't want to see that either. Um, but I was interested in book four, which is Force, which is the one that follows Tom Egan. I want to see how his character will, will be able to hold up a series by himself. And I looked online as I was binging the show because I binged season one because Apple TV offers you a free uh, seven days of stars. And I'm not going to keep it. I just wanted to use seven days, but I waited until each ep- until the first season was done. Once I realized the first season was done, I was like, okay, cool. So I feel like I looked online as I was watching it because I binged it all from like, I think it was like six o'clock 
in the afternoon to now it's four in the fucking morning. Um, so I looked on online and it has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is very fascinating. I, I, and I, you know, I'm inclined to agree. So what Power did was what, if you had complaints about what Force did, what was what Power could not do. Power cannot delve too deep into the uh, mythos of cartels and gangs feuding with each other and really dig too deep into the, the gang aspect of it, mainly because here's the thing. When it starts off season one, and I, I, I've, and I've actually never thought about it. I, would, I don't actually remember what I said in episode 23, um, but I take a guess. I think season two was probably my favorite season. Um, which seems to be a theme for me, but to me, once season one kicked off and you kind of learned the mythos of power, Angela Valdez, um, James St. Patrick, the St. Patrick family, Tommy Egan, uh, Kate, Tommy Egan's mother. Once you realize that's what it was about. It's about family. To me, it was always about family. And I sound like Vin Diesel there, so please don't shoot me. By the way, as I do this show, uh, Justin Lin announced that he would not be directing Fast 10, which is, which is interesting there. Anyways, um, but that's what that series was about, was family and people changing and evolving. And some people not wanting to change or to evolve, which is how life is, you know. People ask me all the time if I've ever met anyone that has not um, evolved or has stayed the same. And I don't want to use evolve, but they've stayed the exact same. I say, yeah, I won't say that person's name on air because they listen to the show. But I, I say that person's name constantly. I'm like, they have not changed at all since day one. They're still the same person, which is amazing, you know, how that works. But... Me personally, that's what power was. So power, especially the more popular show got. Because I remember I got into it and the scene that got me into it, I had stars at the time. I was I was living with my aunt in Georgia and I had stars and at the time it was on on demand thing. I think we had, I think she had Comcast. But no, I remember watching live and there was two scenes that got me into it. So I randomly saw a rerun of season one, and the scene I saw was Angela and Ghost. Before I knew anything about them, they were just walking, and I said, that looks interesting. Like There was a scene during the daytime where they were going on a date, and then she said she had to go, and she was like going to be a U.S. And then she was like a U.S. attorney. I was like, well, that seems weird, you know, anything. Anyways, that's how I saw it. But the scene that really got me into it was I was watching live at the time. And vividly, I remember when uh, Tommy had, uh, was it Dre? Yeah, it was Dre. And all you heard was a, you know, excuse me, Tommy and Ghost were face to face. And Tommy made this, the line. He was like, do it. Show me, show, show me what you, I can't, what was the exact words? Show me what kind of thug you are. It reminded me of a C Murder and Max song, No Limit, old school song. It was called Just Another Thug Bleep. Inward. Um, and so I remember when the way Joseph Sikor delivered it, it reminded me of this guy 
I knew growing up a good friend of mine. Yeah, he passed away, got killed. Um, just the way it sounded authentic. And that to me, I remember one guy said to me, I don't know any rich drug dealers and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I've never, like, I've met a bunch of broke drug dealers that just weren't on their game because they had their own demons and stuff like that. I've met a lot of rich drug dealers too. And I'm like, I don't, I've seen both sides of it, you know? Like, and I'm like, but did, could you really see it when you're an addict yourself, dude? Like, could you really see the other side of it? Because, you really you're only looking through your addiction so i've never been addicted to to that so i don't i don't know but i was like yeah i've, I've seen both sides of it i really have um and to me that's what power was about the main story of power was about family and the inner webs of family and how a man is trying to they, they can his thing it's harder for people and 50 cent said this before too people it was harder to cheer for tommy in that situation, yeah, because Ghost was messing Tommy over, but Tommy wouldn't let Ghost evolve. It's easier for people to identify with Ghost because he, because uh, you know, he wants to evolve, and so many people want to see themselves as that person that doesn't lie to themselves anymore, and that person that just could just can grow, right? And Tommy's just a killer, you know. Unless you actually had a friend like that, and I've had two friends like that, one still living to this day, who are fucking crazy. Either mine, and it's like. I remember one time I was talking to his friend, and I was like, he was like, hey, what are you doing? He called me up, and I was like, I was like, I'm nothing, just watching whatever. He was like, hey, man, uh, can you give me a ride to the mall? I was like, yeah, sure, I don't give a shit. You know, I, I, now, by the way, I knew what he was into, Austin. So I drove him to the mall, and he was like, can you wait for me? I was like, only if you're not going in there to rob somebody. He was like, well, it's not like before, because he did to me before. Where he went somewhere, robbed somebody, kept back in the car, said, can you drive a little faster? I was like, all right, cool, you know. Then I started cruising. He's like, man, I need you to drive faster. And I said, what did you do? He's like, I robbed somebody. Oh, mother bleeper. <laughs> you know. So, you, you, coming from parts where we come, where I come from, like, people are like, they're crazy, right? Um, so, I can relate to both parties. I've seen both sides of the coin in my real life. But power was strictly about that. But force... What it does is it delves into the craziness that Ghost was avoiding. You know, it delved into the craziness that Tommy wanted all the time. And Ghost was constantly like, nah, dude, we can't do this. Like the first episode when Tommy wants to kill a young lady. And Ghost says, we can't do that because she has people we could do business with. And more importantly, people we don't do business with. And they let her go, and that almost bites them in the butt later on. But it's one of those situations where you now are in, you are firmly entrenched in the craziness of war and the dynamics of war and how it's set up to where it's generational war. You know, um, I loved having the Dublin experience in there where, like, you have the four horsemen come in and like that that's how formidable of a threat that Tommy is. It put Tommy over in a big way. I loved how you have the dynamic of the blacks and the Irish doing business, but not really doing business. Because they don't there's there's still racial tension there. You know, I also like the the storyline of um Diamond, who is a man who is coming out of jail and you have the OG saying, Hey, I never want to see you in here again. And he spent fifteen years of his life there. So now he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to evolve. But then he's like, he's not like on ghost level though, because he doesn't really want to evolve. 
He just doesn't want to get caught again. It's a difference. Ghost was trying to get out of the game, which he never, which he successfully did in a way. Diamond never actually wants to leave the game. He just wants other people. He just wants to still control everything. He wants to be in Ghost's position, essentially. No, I'm not saying he wants, not saying he knows Ghost, but saying like he wants to be upper management without having his hands. He wants to be a head of a cartel where it's just and nothing could ever touch him, you know? Um, and I also love the dynamic of you, you seeing the younger generation not connecting with the older generation, which makes sense because the younger generation would know. I remember I had this boss who told me one time, he, he, the reason why he got TikTok was to evoke, he says the bosses don't know anything about TikTok. He's like, so I, I, I want to know what kind of parties to throw and stuff like that. And unfortunately, he didn't have the money and or the backing to do the parties he wanted to do. But that shows you, like, a lot of times when you're trying to stay entrenched in the streets, and when you're not entrenched and you still think you have good, like, no matter what, cocaine is always going to be there, right? Heroin, you know, uh, phetamines, oh, not phetamines, um, listen to me, fentanyl will be there. But a lot of times, I guarantee you, people who have only been dealing one sort of thing for the longest time, it's like, well, this is, my percentage is down by 18%, but it'll come back. It's like, <clears throat> Once people learn something new, even if it's a fad somewhere, it's popping somewhere else. You know, like, uh, I won't say the states, but one of the states I travel to a lot, fentanyl is just popping. It just is what it is. And there's another state I travel to a lot where fentanyl is not the thing because fentanyl kills so many people and it's not pure, blah, blah, blah. Or it's not healthy. Well, no, it's healthy, I guess. But it's, it's not, it's... It doesn't have return. It doesn't bring returning customers back. It kills them. Um, and so you see that all of that different dynamics. And yes, Tommy does cause havoc in all of this because Tommy comes in and he's trying to get them all together, but they're so resistant to it that they actually resent Tommy for it. You know, even though Tommy's shown his worth, Tommy's shown everything, but Tommy at the same time is at a crossroads. Because that's why, because remember, the beginning stages when this show was first announced, it was supposed to be based out of California. That was announced and everything. They then changed it to Chicago. I, I don't actually think I've ever gotten a reason for that. Uh, or I've heard, I haven't heard it, at least I'm sure someone else has that's a super power fan. But yeah, I, it was supposed to be based in California. It was never supposed to be based in Chicago. But how they got out of that storyline was the first episode, as Tommy's about to leave, the guy from California is calling him, crapping on him. He's like, no, I don't work for anyone else anymore. That's where Tommy's at as well. Because Tommy, he was partners with Ghost, but he took Ghost's lead. You know, you know. so it's one of those things where he he wants it all. He wants to have, obviously this is where this, is, this show is ending. It is in five seasons when he's officially running everything. You know, that's clearly where that is. Because for those of you guys didn't follow, who didn't watch uh, book two, Ghost, he faked his death at the end of that, uh, I, I believe, season one. That's how he got out, out of New York. That's how he. That's how uh, Tariq made things right with Uncle Tommy. Um, but in this dynamic, I do love how uh, he visits his grandmother. How you, it's revealed that he has a, uh, a brother, you know, a gay brother. And a brother who has a son. The son knows who the dad is, but the dad doesn't know who the son is until the very end of the season. These things will all be factors in making him having making him have weaknesses. That's the one thing Tommy did not have in power. Ghost was his only weakness. 
And once Tasha killed Lala's character, which I can't remember, Keisha. Once Tasha killed Keisha, that imme- that, that that immediately make made him have no weaknesses. Like Tommy went around being able to do what he was able to do, especially once him and Ghost had a really hard split. It made him kind of invincible. He had no, he couldn't relate to Ghost on that level, you know, because he he couldn't relate to. Just wanting to be middle, uh, not middle, wanting to be management. Because he's like, why not run the streets? We can do whatever the bleep we want, you know? And now we're going to see that we've already seen it now. But now it's going to be even more of one. Because now he has a he has a, uh, a nephew. His mom's in Chicago now, which is going to cause all types of havoc. You know, he has a, um, a brother. like these, th- And his brother is in the game too. So these things are very important. And I also love the callback. One of the biggest callbacks of the season, which I thought was the strongest aspect and I look forward to the most once it was revealed, was a scene where Tommy gets out of his car and all of a sudden this woman attacks him. And the woman has her hair over her face. So you don't know who it is. All of a sudden you hear Tommy say, oh shit, I know that scarf from anywhere. Liliana. I was like, oh, completely forgot about her. For those of you guys who don't know, Liliana was, I believe, in season two. She was a runner. I don't know if it's the same woman or not that was in season two. I don't. I can't remember. I don't think. But one, I know she was in Blind Spot. That's what I remember her from. I don't remember her from season two. Now I'm going to go back and look, but I can't remember for sure if that's the same woman. Um, but either way, you see the scar. But either way, bottom line, in season two. When Pink Shoes is attacking everybody, Pink Shoes slices her, uh, slices her face, but she's such a soldier, she shoots one of the guys that's with Pink uh, Shoes. By the way, it's only one other guy with her, and Pink Shoes runs. Well, believing the scar is too much of an identical, just a giveaway, uh, Tommy wants to kill her. And so goes behind his back to uh, the Puerto Rican homie. He tells him, no, don't kill her. Put her just put her counting the money machine and so that's when kind of you see the disconnect become start becoming prevalent between tommy and ghost because tommy because tommy wanted her off he felt she would be disloyal because of the scar not knowing she was a soldier well ghost eventually then tells was it diego that sounds that feels like i'm being racist i'm gonna continue i'm gonna continue to say puerto rican guy <laughs> the puerto rican guy he told ghost tells him hey give her money to get to the guy out of town so that's where she goes to Chicago. So she thinks, because she's hearing rumors because she's still connected to the streets, that Tommy's there to finish her off. But he's not. They both didn't think they both came to Chicago to finish the other one off, but that's not the case. Well, it's revealed once Tommy finds out who's... Because then you see the scar. And the scar is very memorable. It's a dope-ass scar. So anyways... uh. Maybe an episode later, you see these two finally have their confrontation, and I love it when Tommy has some of the. They give Tommy some of the best things to work with. Like one example, when Tommy's talking to Walter, who's the head of the Irish uh, mob in Chicago, he says, "You don't know BLM from BET." I was like, "That's a great fucking line. I will use that." Um, but back to Liliana. Uh, he ends up trying to stomp her head in. She moves. He sees that she has a bunch of coke underneath the seat, uh, underneath the um, the floor. He's like, "It's good to see old friends." And then it's revealed that she's been you know, doing some stuff there, and 
um, we, ends, up, ends up being that she stole from Serbs. And, like, essentially, everything connects. Because if you guys remember, when the Serbs kind of trapped Tommy and Ghost in, uh, they love Tommy, but they wanted to kill Ghost. And Ghost ended up having to kill the head of uh, the New York uh, Ser- Serbian lead to, you know, kind of get his freedom. So I love the loose ends. Because when you're at that high a level in the game, you just don't, you know, even the people think you're dead, and they find out you're alive, they don't forget this shit. So I love the callbacks there. This is why I agree with Rotten Tomatoes, because they were able to, he couldn't get a fresh start. There was no way. He was too connected to everything because he was at that, he wasn't a street soldier. He thought because he was at the top, he wasn't in the action. He, he was still in the action constantly. He just he just didn't realize it until he moved to Chicago. So Liliana and Tommy have the best banter and the best connection. And they end up, it goes from them being it goes from Tommy being reluctant of her to Tommy realizing in the end, wow, she was a she's a real one. Like she was a real one. She ended up passing and dying. We'll get to that in a second. Um, ended up passing away. And so it's one of those situations where I love seeing that build, but I also love seeing Tommy have an ally. And now, I, I guess, they killed her off to kind of get rid of the last remnants of power of New York. And now he's connected strictly to um, Chicago. With that being said, that was the only thing I hated. But in the war, there had to be a casualty. It, it had to be her. It couldn't be the brother. It couldn't be Diamond. It had to be her because of his mistrust of her at first and because of what relationship they had. It brought their relationship full circle and showing that him and Ghost did do a lot right. They had real soldiers. You know, they they just didn't build a uh, drug empire together. They, they really did build a family together. You know, as, as uh, bizarre and as uh, uh, crazy as that sounds, it had to be her. But dang, that's the only thing I fucking hated. So anyways, the Irish have uh, a lot of internal strife, mainly because the father has old school ways and the son Vic is uh, in love with a black woman named Gloria. Her and Tommy are hooking up at first because they're on a break, but eventually I love how Tommy was like, no, no, business first, and she never, she wasn't really even over Vic anyway. But anyways, uh, Vic ends up, uh, it was was wise. They tried to do misdirection. So, the head of the Irishman, I can't remember his name now. I remember the kid's name, so I can't remember his name. But the head of the family, he has um, a, a right-hand man called Pauly. So he, he sends a hit through Pauly, but Pauly never does the hit, which he knows. Because he knows Pauly has a, a, a sore spot for his, 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 his kids, which he should. Well, he sends it through the CBI. CBI is the black conglomerate in this whole thing where you have you know Diamond and his brother. We'll get to them in a second. And so it's one of those situations where, like... It was wise misdirections. I truly, they, they had me until the shooting. Once they, once I saw the Serbs uh, shooting, uh, do the shooting, I said, oh, there was a deal made behind her back. I said, I, me, immediately, I said, okay, they got me. They got me. For, I think it was like maybe like uh, 20 minutes later. I was like, oh, and it's the same episode. I was like, oh, they got me. They got me for 20 minutes. Anyways, 
so so much internal strife because they want him to marry Vic, the, the son, to take over the, the whole head of table and to marry you know, an Irish woman, etc. But he's in love with this black woman, which everyone keeps... T- it's said so many times, it's not even annoying because it shows how hard-headed this, the father is. And if the father will just let this go, this one fucking thing go, he would have had his son under his thumb. Period. Bottom line. But he couldn't let it go. Meanwhile, his daughter, he's not even paying attention to her. She's gay as F. She's gay as fuck, as the kids would say. So, it's like crazy how the dynamic is. Well, let's now go to C, uh, CIB. Uh, CBI, excuse me. It's, which is a black conglomerate. Diamond and his brother run it. When Diamond went in, his brother was 18. He gave the reins to his brother. His brother is the one who helped the the, the, the corporation, air quotes, grow. The, the, and so when he comes out, he wants to do things old school like Diamond does. But his brother has ways, his ideas of expanding. So they just don't see the eye eye. But his brother's plotting on him from episode three to episode 10. His brother never stops plotting on him. And so finally, his brother tries to uh, call ahead in episode nine. His diamond got away, killed uh, someone that was loyal to his brother. And they have a callback all the way in episode two, where one of the homies who passed away, Elijah E., says to the, the brother, you do know what this happening is going to split CBI. And he was like, no, nah, I want the whole thing. But there are still people who are more loyal to Diamond, you know, but his brother can't see that. His brother's just like, these are my ideas. They will follow me no matter what, right? Which is cool. So anyways, um, all this comes to a head where you have the Serbs in there. The Serbs, they have no allegiance. Just They have allegiance to the best deal. That's all they have allegiance to. So in the end of it, CBI is split down the middle. Um, Diamond has a chance to kill his brother. He doesn't. He says, hey, look here. You don't kill anyone that's loyal to me and wants to come with me. And I won't touch anyone that comes with goes to you. So he takes a little portion of the game. Meanwhile, I should mention this. Diamond ends up dating a uh, journalist. That's not going to come back to bite them in the butt. And she's going to get a bullet season two guaranteed. That's just the way the power universe works. She's She has the wrong kind of job. If we learn anything about from a- Angela Valdez, she has the wrong kind of job. Just saying, uh, so, no, might, might want to help her out next season. Um, for those of you guys, like, so, anyways, moving on to, into the Irish thing. So, toward the, the, the conclusion, I thought was as good as it could be. So, Walter comes up with a lie. Walter is the head of the family, the Irish mob. I kept saying his, his, his I, I forgot his name earlier, that's why I didn't say his name. But Walter I come up, comes up with this lie to try to get rid of Tommy, Tommy Egan and the Serbs. And so... He says that it was Tommy that put out the hit on Gloria and Vic. Now, mind you, just a scene before, Tommy tries to save Vic. He gives him keys to a untraceable car. He pulled the GPS out and everything. What changes Vic's mind is when Pauly comes over and he took what Pauly said wrong. Pauly said, well, just so you know, Walter Gate tried to give Tommy Egan a seat at the table. So he took that as Vic did. Tommy was trying to take his spot in the family. That's why you want him to go away. So he doesn't take the keys to the car that Tommy gives him. He takes his own car and doesn't listen to him. And that cost him Gloria. That cost him his his face and Gloria's life. Unfortunately. 
So towards the end, there's a, there's a compromise because JP, the brother of Tommy, has been kidnapped. So now, let's rewind. How the truth comes out is the sister, who I've forgotten name, so I keep saying the sister, um, she asks the brother of the CBI guy, of CBI, Diamond, well, I forgot his name too. Matter of fact, fuck it. Let's look, let's look these names up because I can't keep. That is a mouthful. You get what I'm saying? That is, a, that is definitely a mouthful. I'm not going to keep saying it. All right, there we go. Perfect. Um, Claudia. She ends up asking. Let's see. Of course, he's not. The brother's not on there. She ends up asking Gennard. Hey, I can give you. Because she comes up with this drug called Dahlia. Which anytime anyone takes a hit of this thing, it's a sounding, it's a sound effect that, that, that they play, and everyone just goes crazy, and everyone says the word "fuck." It's hilarious. So, anyways, Claudia says, "Hey, I'll give you first distribution rights." And so Janar says, "Look here, when Walter asks us to make the hit on, on the family or call the hit in or whatever, we didn't know who it was." He's like, "He's like, honestly, I can't say for sure. Tommy wasn't a part of it." But he says, "Honestly, that's not Tommy style." Because they're, they're suspicious this entire time. The son is too blind. Vic is too blinded with rage to really know it. But Claudia's not. Because Claudia was in business with Tommy at the time. Yeah, we've missed a lot of parts. There's a lot of dynamics here. So I missed stuff. Go and watch the fucking season. It's fucking awesome. If you're a fan of power. If you're not a fan of power, you're not going to like any of this shit. Um, so she was always skeptical. Always. So when she got the truth, she's still hiding the truth. Which is the craziest part is to me. That's part of the... The only thing that annoyed me about her was like, dude, like, why are you hiding this? Like, what are you doing Wait for the right time? But it was a setup. I get it what the writers did, which we'll get to in a second. So as time comes up, uh, Walter has JP. Egan, Tommy gets the, 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 the upper hand on Vic. They have guns to each other's head. No, I think Walter had a knife to JP's throat. And so Tommy says, are you really going to let your son die over a fucking lie, Walter? So finally, Claudia comes in and says, just tell the truth. It's over, right? And let's just leave. And so then it's revealed, you know, that Walter sent the hit that killed Gloria. And so Vic is free. JP is free. Three scenes before that, uh, right as Liliana's about to kill Walt, fucking Claudia gets her. And you've seen it coming. You saw it coming the entire time. She's not looking to her right-hand side. And she's knocking everybody else down. You just see Claudia hiding behind a car. I was like, oh, Claudia's going to be the one to get her. And I was like, this is... And I was wondering why they chose Claudia to be the one to get her. And, and it made sense at the end. So, essentially, Tommy then grows a Liliana. He's trying to save her. But she's all... She's all... She's good as dead. And so, Liliana just sitting there dying... And Tommy says, hey, whoever did this has a bullet coming their way. And so Claudia then never explicitly says she does it. But she says, hey, Tommy, we can start over. We can we can build this thing together. And Tommy said, we're never working together again. Watch your back. And she said, I'll, I'll be ready. Um, and so she's she's from she's not as formidable as Tommy, but she is a formidable foe, you know. And so that's when the. The Irish family get in the car. They leave. And Tommy has to leave Liliana behind because she's she's dead, you know. So, like I said, I get it. It had to be um, her. She had it. And it had to be Claudia to break that. Because 
they kind of had this flirty relationship this entire time. Because even though Claudia is gay, you could definitely tell she would she would give it to Tommy. You know, so you could definitely see the, the attraction there. And you could definitely see that. And oh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if in later seasons they fucked. I would not be surprised at all. You see the chemistry there. They're going to end up working together again. And you could see you, you had to see Tommy completely break away from her because she lost trust in Tommy first. And Tommy just was working with her. She she called Tommy to work with him, you know. So it's one of those situations where you kind of see you kind of had to see the trust completely broken. And I don't know where they're going in fully on season two. It's, Tommy's going for the whole thing. That's the, this entire season is Tommy becoming the new ghost, right? Speaking of that, there's a, there's several Easter eggs in this thing. I love the callbacks at the right time. So. At the end of uh, the season, you have the USA, um, the United States Attorney, talking about this new player in town, how the Serbs are out of it, and this and that third. And they took one picture of Tommy. Tommy saw them when they were watching him. They only got one picture of him, though, and it's from behind. And his registration's fake and everything. And, they, and you know what they called him at the end of it? They said... Uh, when the U.S. attorney asked her, who was it? He, he, she said, uh, I'm getting excited, sorry. When the U.S. attorney asked who this is, the two cops said, or two agents, excuse me, said, a ghost. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, he's going to become the new ghost. Like, you, you're, you're going to see everything. You're going to see Tommy's way mixed in with ghosts. Like, this season was completely reckless on Tommy's part. Book Force. Book of Force. This was what happens when Tommy did. Because to me, even when Tommy left, I think when Ghost left in season three and gave the game to Tommy, that was Tommy inheriting Ghost team, the people that Ghost made deals for to keep alive. This time around, you're going to see him completely build his entire infrastructure. And you're going and, and to see Tommy mix his way with ghost way like this way was completely fucking reckless you're gonna see him get smoother and smoother in my opinion that's just my opinion so anyways it was a lot of good shit here um i thoroughly enjoyed the season um the one thing i will say before the creators is that hopefully if they don't have anything for five seasons hopefully they can go three seasons and just end the arc you know hopefully so you know um i don't know what's going it's clear that they're going to try to combine. Something happened with Sax. I don't know what happened because he's been on uh, Book of Ghost. I just can't get excited to watch that with, with, with the college drama mixed with the drugs. mixed with. I just can't get excited about me personally. Um, maybe I'll watch it one day and maybe understand what happened to him. But Cooper Sax had something happen to him. And then one of the uh, agents from season one that was following uh, Lobos. He has come back, and he's going to be a fixture and he, as he's become the boss in New York. And so it's clear they're going to have someone come from New York to Chicago and is going to be chasing Tommy and re- is going to be revealed that he's alive, um, which then he's going to, that's once again, become a ghost. Um, but I thought, I did think this was a 100%. I thought the way they did things, even if some things were cheesy, even if like, all of a sudden, after a 10-second speech, all of a sudden, now Vic believes, it was you, I knew it all along, daddy. You know, I, even if that was a little hokey, 
I feel like I could let that go because Vic was emotionally all over the place all season. And now that Glory is out of the picture, I wonder if he's going to be... Because he, yeah, he already had a, a, a killer instinct in him. Um, but I feel like he's going to become more ruthless as season two goes on, as, as the rest of the seasons go on. Um, obviously, it's one big killing every season in power. Um, I don't know who will be next year. Um, but I'm looking forward to, to watching it. So that is my review of Power Book of Force. Um, I thought it was excellent. Actually went longer than I was planning on it, but it's all good. Um, this will probably be on the week after Dutch Strange review. So, um, hope you guys enjoy your week. Hope you guys enjoy your weekend. I am the Soul Chemical and I am out. <laughs>